the thing is, when you are a public figure, people think they know who you are. I actually don't enjoy it as, as much as I thought I would. Mm. It's hard. Like when it comes to dating, it's impossible. I will tell you. Most guys that I meet are are fans of me, and they don't necessarily tell me that off rip. What a but, bar! Come on, <laughs> but what I'm serious though. It's in like a couple that's, weeks. But I feel that though. No, you yeah, feel me? Like, have y'all ever? I'm being serious. Have you ever dated a fan? Oh yes, didn't work out. We're set. Yeah, we're set. Okay, mm -hmm. let me see where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rose, hey. Man, biggest boss. <laughs> it feels good to be back. Welcome back. It's another season, season two, Milk Crate Music. Season two, episode one, and it feels like we have not been here in such a long time, but we're finally back. We got good old Light Skin Larry and Dance for Dose doing the most here to give you guys entertainment once again. So hopefully. Shut your whole ass up, bro. App Siri, Siri so really just be Siri annoying be out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's real bad. How yeah. did that even happen? Your button on the I other side. No. Oh, oh, it's on the front, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Anywho, it just does that sometimes. Keep and it rolling. No reason. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll put um, Siri in her face. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys are glad to see us back. We have so much planned for the second season of like what we got going on, and I feel a little rusty, but I think we're gonna hop in here, be really great, have a fun time, and. Just because it is the start of the season, we have a very special guest. Gotta start strong. Gotta start strong gotta start in strong. this. So strong. Larry, I see you've been working out, pumping that iron. So we gotta start strong. Gotta start strong. We got a real, real strong, powerful, powerful, great, wonderful, wonderful guest here today. Dose, dose. Beautiful, dose. beautiful guest here today. Speaking of strong, strong black woman, um, she's all over, everywhere in Milwaukee. Um, if you're at the Bucks games, you've seen her, you've heard her. She's the first person you hear in the morning on the radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Melanie Ricks. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks looking, for coming. Looking like you're looking all cute and whatnot. How you. I had are to you look feeling cute, today? I'm feeling great. First off, I didn't realize that this is the first episode of season two. Mm -hmm. I'm honored. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, wow, this is huge. So I'm extremely honored and I'm really happy to be here with you guys. How are you doing though? I'm, you know, day by day, living. Day by day, living. It's good. You know, yeah. we, we upgraded from season one to season two. We got these Steve Harvey mics now. I love it. We're not you. using the phones yeah. out here no more. You no, feel me? No we got the comedy mics. You no feel me? We sound better. Sound a lot better. It's more clearer in here. Oh, yeah. So no more echo. No more echo. Up. The echo. Oh, is my crazy. God. The echo is gone. We used to be on our phones, though. So, you know. Right, right, right. You know, we yeah. had to be real bougie for you. So, no, we got mics sure. now. I appreciate I mean? that. We did. Yeah. yeah. We bought this yesterday. <laughs> Literally. Especially. We overnight it. Dre was like, hey, Especially send that bread in, nigga. I need the bread. I was like, all right, my phone. You want me to cash after you? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was dead ass. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That this overnight delivery, though. Overnight delivery. You got to <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but also, yeah, fuck yeah. Jeff Bezos. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I canceled my shout out real quick in that. <laughs> you just got to throw a fuck Jeff Bezos in that motherfucker. That's all it is. You don't yeah. fuck with Jeff Bezos, but fuck you no. fuck with Amazon? Yeah, but I don't fuck with Jeff Bezos. I feel that. Jeff Bezos is a shitty person, but Amazon got great quality. You feel me? Hmm. So who are yeah, you supporting then when you yeah, shop like when you Amazon? Sh I'm just curious. Uh, all my niggas that work at Amazon. Period. <laughs> third shift niggas. Hey. Yeah, all my third shift niggas all at my Amazon. Third shift niggas in there going Shout crazy. out my nigga Cordell. Shout out Warehouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
the warehouse, they be in there like, they don't even really be doing shit, though. They be like, slaving, bro. Like, yeah, we know somebody money. that work at, uh, he be in there kicking it. Like, I don't know if they really be kicking it. No, Amazon's like that other one where listen, they- ask, ask that nigga Dale about his Amazon horror stories, bro. He'll tell you, bro. He be in there slaving. There's, there's ghosts in there. They be slaving, bro. Y'all stupid. Be slaving. Y'all stupid. <laughs> Y'all stupid. <laughs> okay. I want to start with something. Larry, why is your voice- Crunchy today. All right, so look, crunchy. And so yeah, I got to talk. I got to talk in like a deeper voice today than I, my normal voice. You're, you're because, really, um, it's really raspy. Yeah, today. yeah. Um, I lost my voice last night. Do the roar with your. Love. So we we had a house party last night, and um, yeah, it got See, hectic. It got real hectic. I looked at my shoes this morning, bro. Yeah, I had I had Dookies on. I had all white Dookies on. Air Force Ones for y'all who don't know what Dookies is, but. Bro, I looked at them. They really is dookie now, bro. They straight dirt. I don't know what happened. I don't is know when it happened. No, nah, so the original pair of Air Force Ones, ones had a gum bottom. Like the first pair had a gum bottom. It looked like you stepped in boo-boo. So you, called them dookies. You're from Milwaukee, Melanie. Is, this, is this true? It is true. I can confirm. So, wait. So, y'all had the the brown bottoms. Mm-hmm. And y'all would wear brown and white shoes? Nah, so the the original pair of Air Forces wasn't a white pair, I don't believe. But the bottoms was a gum bottom, like when they first came out. It was a gum you bottom know shoe. the the clear bottom shoes? Yeah, have, yeah. yeah. No, not the clear though. The brown, like the yeah, rubber band. Yeah, yeah, like the like the rubber band. So they just be like, look dookies. like you stepped in Dookie, bro. So them Dookies, you feel me? I want to know what the house party is. So is it like a real house party? No, it was a real house party. Like we was really in the house party yesterday. It was like a frat party. Yeah, it was yes, like a frat, to frat party. parties. But you wore your all white Air Force. Listen, I did. I, okay, party. so this is the thing. I was at. He walked in there off teleporting, honey. Don't no, let him. This is a fact. <laughs> he came too. in there yeah, already lit. Too. Anyway, I came in there lit, but no, I was out and about before, and I, I just didn't have time to really change. So I was like, all right, let me. I'm just got what I got. On, so I feel you. Like it. But yep, yeah, now I gotta go drop that hundred for another pair. Forces used to be 80 bucks, bro. Yes. Or what? I remember when it was bucks. like 70, 75. And then Nelly Lolo. came out. I remember somebody used to like buy sales. him and he would give it for me for 40. But you know, that's a whole different deal. Shout out to <laughs> my boy. Inflation. Shout out to my boy Felipe. We ain't gonna talk about it. That's all I'm saying. His name really Felipe. Yeah, his name Felipe. That's tough. Shout out Felipe. Yeah, I thought you just made that up on the spot. I'm not gonna lie. So Mel Mel, I really want I'm I'm really like your outfit right now is on point, and yeah, you can show that camera right there. Yeah, like could, your shoes, everything. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Up. She yes. got corduroys so, on. So she can start a fire. On. She walked through fire. Um, you know, we got the oh, color the cord, and then we got the the dunks. They're I like them because they're like a classic clean dunk look, but they have the gold swoosh. <laughs> I told Larry they remind me of him. If I'm he were a shoe, this would be Larry right here. This would be light skin Larry. You know what I'm saying? Light skin Larry. Ones, it's just something about you know? it. Something about it reminds me in a good way. I wouldn't wear him funny like. Hey, him. look! I just got to say though, y'all both both got quarter. We did not on. match this. That's y'all funny. Y'all both got yeah. quarter. So look, don't sit too close because y'all okay. might start a fire. You know, you're right. I'll walk too fast. So what y'all doing? Shuffling cards? That is funny though. But I feel like we we give off like brother sister like we are. I don't this know, my sister, y'all like for, for real. Serious, like, from the moment yeah, I met you, we've been like cool like beyond this and everything. So it's like really cool to have you here. I Thank do want to get into like your your come up your everything. So I, my question was when you first started Bucks, what year was that that made you decide that I wanted to start like taking sports and everything so serious? Oh my gosh! Can, can we start first with what do you do yeah. with the Bucks? Yeah, absolutely. What, how you started. For sure. So, wow, this is quite a question. So I'm, just put my age out there, I'm 31. 
And I actually started working for the Bucks when I was about 12. Oh, I was wow. a I was a junior dancer. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sorry to cut yeah, you off. Ahead. I ain't gonna lie. When you said 31, a part of me, I, I'm just not old at all, but a part of me just wanted to make the joke and be like Kevin Hart and be like, damn. damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just no, wanted to do okay. it. Hey, go ahead, Riz. <laughs> 31 is it feels old sometimes. Listen, you know what I mean? I mean, like 31 is like that's like mid middle. No, you look right. Like middle age, Thank I guess. You. Right. That's technically middle age. It'll be yeah, middle age. It really it is. Like, like, like when I check the box, it's like the 28 to 40 box or whatever. I'm yeah, like, damn, yeah, I'm, up, I'm up there. But I mean, that's not a, like, I don't think that's old. I don't think 30s are is an old age. Now, when you Maybe like these kids on TikTok, they make you look old, bro. I was on TikTok the other day and I got on some, I was just scrolling on the lives and there was one girl on live and she like added me. And everybody in the comments was like, damn, Unc. I was like, wait a minute. Who y'all talking to? Like, he old as hell. I was like, yo. I'm 24. <laughs> I'm, I'm 24. 24. Hey. What do you mean? What are we talking about? Was, oh, she like 17. I was like, okay, bye. I was like, ain't no way. I thought like, they they were they crazy on the internet, bro. TikTok has gotten so wild. They so mean, everything. man. The yeah. Comments are mean. They so yeah. mean. Evil. Well, because when there's a screen, people forget there's a real human involved here. Facts. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Facts. They just troll. Yep. But anyway, back to my origin story. No, you're good. So I I work radio, so I get it. I, we go off on tangents mm. all the time. Um, but don't worry, I'll, I'll keep y'all locked in. Um, yeah, but yeah, started when I was 12 with them, and you know I was a junior dancer, and then. It was always my goal to dance for the team professionally, be an adult dancer. And so I literally stayed here for college just so I could dance for the Bucks. Mm. Went to UW-Milwaukee. Shout out the Panthers, uh, who are playing great right now, by the way, the men's basketball team. Y'all need to get to a Period. game. Ah. Um, you know what I mean? Period. Uh. And uh, I danced with them for four years. And my last year dancing, I w- well, first off, I studied broadcast journalism. And my senior year of college, you know, it was my fourth year on the team. And they knew I was studying broadcast. You were studying how to talk to people? I was. I was studying how to talk to people because hmm. I wanted to do this. Okay. I essentially wanted to do what y'all are doing, you know? Um, and so it's so my goal. Like, I want to be an Oprah. You know what I'm saying? Have my own network. Oh, have wow. my own yeah, show. You feel me? All that. that. That's hard. That. Um, I mess with that. But anyway, I started, I filled in for the in-game host that they had at the time. And it's funny, y'all. They had me fill in wearing my dancer uniform. So I was in a two-piece. And back then, it was an all-female team. So, like, we were in bikinis, basically. Oh, no. So I was oh, on the wow. mic in a bra in some short shorts. Everybody like, what's up, Bucks so fans? So confused. Who gave the chili to the mic? You know what I mean? <laughs> Get her off the mic. <laughs> you know what I mean? And eventually, they they got me some some real clothes while I hosted. But I've been doing it ever since then. And, you know, the Bucks are a huge part of my foundation. And dance. Dance mm-hmm. is a big part of my foundation. I feel like you feel the same way. Because sure. it's led you down other paths. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a good start. If you know how to do it, you take it very serious because it takes you a lot of places. So. Yes, it does. For sure, yeah. So you you a choreographer too, right? I am. So I also, uh, yeah, going back to your question, I'm currently an in-game host. I'm also a sideline reporter for the Bucks, And then I also coach the dance team. Oh, yeah. You're going nuts. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, you okay, so you got like, you got your hands positions. full. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> it sure sounds like it. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, because you are also on the radio too. You're kind of known around here in Milwaukee. How does, how's that? Bit. You know, it's funny, y'all. When I was a kid, I used to always want to be like Disney famous. I just knew I was going to be a Disney Channel kid, all that. Being actually known and famous, if you watch, I don't consider myself famous. I'm I'm Milwaukee famous. People, People know, know you out here, man. I mean, that's, still, that's you. still fame. You know how many, it is. You know, watch how many clout to, we get off, off you just being on this podcast. They're going to oh, be like, yes. ooh, what male doing? <laughs> They're going to Google you. It don't happen for sure. It don't happen for sure. Full episode. You know what I mean? But the thing is, when you are a public figure, people think they know who you are. I actually don't enjoy it as, as much as I thought I would. Mm. It's hard. Like when it comes to dating, it's impossible. I will tell you. 
most guys that I meet are are fans of me, and they don't necessarily tell me that off rip. What a but, bar! Come on, <laughs> but what I'm serious though. So it's in like a couple that's, weeks. But I feel that though. No, yeah, you feel me? Like, have y'all ever? I'm being serious. Have you ever dated a fan? Oh yes, didn't work out. Dose, tell me. Come never. on. It was like cause they expect. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> they expect you know like what they see. So I think exactly. oh man, so you give them this persona that you have. Yeah. You know, and you have to put this on. You have to be professional, but. When that's done, I want to just be a person. I just want to be able that's to talk it. to you and just like chill. And it was not that. It it's was never always that. like, I don't know, it was really fanned out. And I just didn't feel comfortable once. And that's what was bad about it. Like I wasn't myself. I was this persona that she wanted. Exactly. And it was like, yeah, no, nah, we can't do it. Exactly. See, it's really weird because that's always been one of my things. It's like I never want to date a fan. And I also don't want anybody to know what I do. If I, if I mm. like want you to be my partner i don't want you to know what i do because mm. what i do is super weird and it isn't for everybody and they definitely look at it as in like oh he's doing something like he's in the industry let me just like slide my way in there you know i hear you it's hard to trust people yeah the the more success yeah. you get and then well, with things i was gonna ask sorry is it no. hard to date being in the industry that y'all are in because i would imagine being in the club scene i don't know how you can ever have girlfriends because how can your girlfriends trust what you're doing and then how are Where, you fighting off temptation? Like real talk though, you know, because you're guys. There's I mean, a lot of women. Temptation is not that hard to fight off. Yeah, like, yeah, people think like, 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 like I'm a hell really? of a nigga that's too. Hard. Like girls just think they like up there and it's like, I'm turning down a lot of pussy. Like don't really? think I'm just like, okay. you know, but it's, you're not just taking what comes your way. No, not no, at all. Okay. Because it is, like, you know, when you're out there, when you're out late night, like they seen you on stage, they seen you do all this, like they want that. So they just gravitate towards it. So it's a lot of times where it's like, it's very uncomfortable. Cause I just know you don't even want to know me. Exactly. You just want what I got. Yeah, you yeah. Know exactly. Got. Yep. No, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say um, the temptation part not hard, but it the trust part that come along with it is is the hard part because, like you said, like it's girls out here, and I even though I might not be looking for a girl or I might not be trying to talk to a shorty that night or something, it's gonna be women that come up to me regardless. So it's like. Yeah, like you it, like skin, Larry. You gotta right. just, you gotta flush, just hope baby. that she like trusts you. You know what I mean? Right, right, you gotta right. just kind of build that trust. But for sure, sorry. You know, that def that happened last night, bro. Swear to God, I'm I'm oh, sitting there, bro. Okay, so this girl, this random girl, she like fell up the hill. So I tried to like pick her up. Like I was like, you straight? Like you good? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. Woo -woo. I'm like, all right, just make sure you like get home safe, whatever, whatever. She was like, no, I'm trying to go home with you. And I was like, oh. I was like, um. I'm just want to make sure you okay. Right, like, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you, you homeless, ain't you? I'm like, you, <laughs> you homeless, bro, ain't that you? ass, but she ain't got no jacket on, no nothing. I'm like, yo, like, you should yeah. just get somewhere warm. She was like, yeah, warm with you. I'm like, nah, this not. I was like, you don't even know who I am. She was like, yeah, you're light skinned Larry. I know you. I was like, yeah, I, see, damn, see, I gotta go. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go. I have your pictures all in my walls. I was like, see, yeah, not too many people can relate to that. No, no bullshit. I, and I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't think that was a thing. But it's a real like, thing. And you thing. think you want the fame, the clout, but what comes with it is not what it it's seems. It's weird. it's weird. It's so weird. I will always thought like, like the money you have it, it was like a respect thing where like people will see you and it's like, yo, like I respect what you do. Like with sports guys, like they get a lot where they don't get that weird conversation. It's always like good game or, oh, that's such and such. Cool. But with us, like entertainment, like people are so think they're so easy to approach us where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, that's him. I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to go ask for a picture. I'm going to go do this. And it's like, I am a people's person, but I also like my space. So don't just like. And they don't understand that. They don't understand that like we're humans. 
we need space. I don't yeah. know you. You knew you know everything about me. Like you see what I upload, you see where I'm at, who I hang out with, every like A, B, C, and D. And then if you get a DM from them, they're like, oh, like let's kick it, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know you. You have like 200 followers you post. You got 200 followers with no pictures on your Exactly. I don't, I don't you know, know you. Profile picture. Yeah. Your criminal? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like that's but the scariest thing. You really walk up thinking like I'm supposed to know your whole life yeah. when I don't even know your name. Right. And yeah. I could care less. I'm really bad with names too. I suck yeah. with names. And oh my God. But, I can remember your face but I cannot remember names to say. I'm good with life. face. Terrible with names. Speaking like, like do you, you meet a lot of people in your business. How is that when you have to you have to know this person and you forget their name completely. I am like, really good at pretending like I know who you are because those, same. and I wonder if y'all know this too, there are people who will approach me, you know, call me by my first name, talk to me like they know me. And it turns out we've never met, mm. but they just feel familiar with you. Like you said, if they watch your content, if they see your life on social media, they feel like they know you, they're yeah. your friend. You know, like they have this like right to be really comfortable and just approach you. Right. And like Doe said, I think we almost give off that persona of being super down to earth, relatable, like approachable. And I think that's a good thing, mm -hmm. but it can also be a bad thing when people almost get too familiar with you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I have to, I, I'm, I've gotten good at navigating and yeah. pretending like I know somebody because honestly, there are people who approach me at games. I'm like, have I met you before? Or are you just being really nice, you know? So I just try to be nice. I want people to treat me like Giannis or like LeBron. Don't approach me. Really? You don't like being approached? Not really. Interesting. Like I... It depends. Do we, I feel like, all right, for me, I don't like being approached either, but when I do get approached, it give me a little ego boost. For sure. You give me a little. Just a little, you know, like I'm, I'm doing right. something. So we at the house party, right? So when I pulled up, and I pulled up with the coat, I had the shades on, and I'm walking in, and I could just hear, like, in the crowd, like, oh, my gosh, that's dose. And I did feel like I was, like, definitely in Hollywood just now. I was like, yeah, that's me, nigga. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> move, nigga, move. It's me. Tell Watch you. out. You know, same like much. you, growing up, it, it was always my goal to be, like, known in Milwaukee. And that was always, no, like, I don't care about being known in Milwaukee. I hate Milwaukee's this city. Fun. Milwaukee lit, man. It's because I grew I up, and it's city, like, bro. I knew, I always want to hang out with the people who were known during that time. And, you know, a lot of time, a lot of them aren't around anymore. Something like Little Chicken? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, you're good. But a lot of them aren't around anymore because so, such and such mm. situations. But I always saw that and I was like, oh, it's cool. Like Chris was one of the OGs, Chris G. We had him on here. And I saw him just like hanging around. And I always tell the story where I met Chris at Lucy one day and I like dabbed him up like, like a fan. Like, oh, I really fuck with what you do. And like I give you props. And then it happened that a year later we're working side to mm. side together. Mm. And then like that you just – People yeah. start knowing you, you start hanging out with people who are like, quote unquote, Milwaukee famous. Yeah. yeah. I always wonder if Mondo felt like I was a fan when I first like walked up to him. Because I, I, I definitely was like. I think he enjoyed like, more your authenticity of giving him props. Like, oh, like, you yeah. fuck this up. Like, you're good at what you do. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I approached him as a fan, but I definitely was like, yo, like, you killing shit, bro. Like, I kind of want to learn from you. But then. Yeah. But I think that's work? like yeah, sometimes sure. how it starts. Like, you have to be a fan before. Yeah, do you have it. people like, I know. The position you in is very important for like, I guess, being inspired by certain things that you do. Do you have people coming up to you asking you like, yo, what kind of advice? I'm trying to be in the same position as you as like black girls. Like what advice do you have for them when they come up to you and talk to you about stuff like that? 
First off, I have people from all walks of life. You would mm. be surprised. I have a lot of people that come up to me at games. They, I get a lot of DMs, a lot of DMs. Um, and then I get a lot of people that like even will message me on like LinkedIn, you know, mm. just asking like, what can I do to get to where you are? And oftentimes I, I tell people, first off, it's it's not only believing in yourself, it's repetition. It's putting yourself in certain spaces and surrounding yourself with people who are going to help get you there. I feel like it takes a village no matter what. Mm. I didn't get here on my own. You know what I mean? I got here through the through the grace of God and through the help from the people around me. And I feel like oftentimes a lot of people feel like they can't create these um, opportunities for themselves mm. because maybe they don't have the resources. They don't have that village, if you will. But in today's digital age, look at what y'all are doing. You created this platform for yourself. You know what I mean? And I think anybody can do that. You just have to know and trust that. Yeah. And not only that, manifest. Manifest. That's what you did. You dapped up Chris G. A year later, you're working with him. You're one of his homies. You feel me? And I believe that that's a manifestation, whether you realize it or not. So I think just believing in yourself and then putting in that work. Who was one of those like inspirations for you before you like started this? Oprah. I know you said Oprah. Oprah for sure. Yeah. Um, but then another thing, I was actually I was very inspired by Andrea Williams, who's the original Bucks in Game host. Mm. She's a black woman. She was the first in Game host they ever had, and I was like I, I was. 12 when I was watching her and she was a dancer and the in-game host. That's beautiful. And I literally became that. You know what I mean? Right. I started doing that and it, I didn't even realize I was manifesting it, but it started at that time. Yeah. Okay. So you started dancing at... Uh, yeah. Manifestation. Yeah. Period. Manifestation. Where? Period. So were you young? Did Was that like your mentality? Because you started working with the Bucks like at 12. What were you doing before then? Were you taking like dance classes? Were you in the whole ballet, all yeah. that? Like what... And was that your choice or did your parents put you into like stuff? Really great question. So um, everything happens for a reason. My mom is number nine out of 10 kids growing up. Yeah. And my mom was born in 69, yeah. 69. And that's she, cool. you know, you know what I'm saying? Numbers can't help it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a, that's what she said kind of person. Yeah, so I love bad. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but uh, my mom, number Heads nine out of 10 kids. And she was raised by a parent who was, if you think about it, raising kids in the 50s and 60s. So old school mentality. And with her being number nine out of 10, she couldn't afford to be put in dance. And she always wanted to be a dancer. So she told herself, when I have a daughter, she's going to be a dancer. Mm. So I started dancing at the age of three. This is all because my mom and her parents not being able to afford to put her in dance. If it wasn't for that, I don't think I would be sitting here with y'all today. Wow, you know what I mean? Wow, I really do believe wow. that everything starts even before, you know, we're born because it, it's the the universe working. You know what I mean? And the mm. universe works in our favor always. And what's meant for you, it won't pass you by. And I just feel like it wasn't meant for my mom, but she was meant to be in this industry, in this life, if you will. Because knowing my mom now, she's definitely not an artist. She's not. In, but even though she always wanted to be a dancer and enjoys dancing and she still takes like step in classes and stuff. It wasn't intended for her, but God knew it was intended for her offspring, me. Mm. And, you know, she I know she feels a lot of gratitude in not having certain opportunities because she's just so sweet that she's like, it was meant for you to have certain opportunities. And you were meant to not only to just dance, but you were meant to change the people around you and your community and the world, if you will. And I really do believe that. I think all of us are no, changing the world sure. in some shape, way or form. No, definitely shout out to your parents. You know, like, no, that's yeah, really beautiful because it's. You know, there's ones that really plan out things for their kids and there's ones that just support their kids. And like for them to have a plan where from young, you know, so they really put you in this position to to be where you at, to have that confidence because you started so young. Yeah. And with that, do you feel like this was your dream or do you feel like your mom was really pushing her dream onto you? I love that question. It was her dream initially, but I don't think I was meant to... I don't think dance was my end-all be-all. I think dance was my springboard. I think mm -hmm. it was my starting point. 
You know what I mean? Because I'm still involved in dance. Like I said, I, I coach the dance team and then I'm a choreographer. I don't think I'm a dancer, though. I, I am in my in my soul and, you know, in my core, I'm a dancer. Mm-hmm. But I think that it was meant to push me into the broadcast route, you know, push me into more of like the emceeing, hosting route mm-hmm. and, you know, community engagement and doing stuff like this. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah it was definitely my mom's dream that evolved into something bigger. I will say you have the perfect voice for any type of broadcasting or like news, anything like that. Like when I hear your voice, like it automatically just gives me like. Today in Milwaukee, like, yeah, you know, like, thank you're you. just like, I, I don't know, it's, it's fire though. Like, yeah, it's really hard to yeah, no. You Wait, just tell. some people who just yeah. have that. Just, voice. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Voice, some people like, you could just yeah. hear, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's what she does. Yeah, you know? like you could tell that it, even if she, like, she didn't do it, that's what I would like. If I knew you and then you didn't do any of this, like, I heard your voice, I'd be like, nah, you need to. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. talk, like sure. you need to talk for a living for sure. I was, uh, how was your career as a cheerleader for the Bucks? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. It was a different time, y'all. We used to sit on the sideline during mm-hmm. games on the floor. Isn't that crazy? Actually, on the floor, yeah. like this on the court side at the Bradley Center. At the yes. Bradley Center. So this was from okay. 2009 to 2013. I danced. And yeah, it, it's really crazy. It was like the Brandon Jennings years yeah. that I did. Top tier years. Yes. Yes. What was the transition like for that? Because I know it's the Pfizer now, so it's yeah. the Bradley to the Pfizer, which. One, how's that transition? Two, which one do you like more now? Oh, man. I have so many, like, just beautiful memories from the Bradley Center. So to answer that question first, I, I like Fiserv more because we've obviously been a winning team mm-hmm. at Fiserv Forum with us having Giannis and just us having a different mindset. So the owners that came in and took over, they're from New York and they're mm-hmm. billionaires. They brought a different mentality to Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They brought that that big city, that major city feel they brought some big city money, you know right. what I mean? Um, and they helped change the culture. You know, I think for so long, the basketball culture in Milwaukee just wasn't the best. Even though the Brandon Jennings years, they were great. They were prime. Yeah. We weren't winning. Not you know what I mean? We didn't have the pieces yeah. that we needed. Um, so I would definitely say I prefer Pfizer form years, but I miss the Bradley Center. I think you can't even touch that. Those were okay. golden years. Yeah, I used to work at the Bradley Center. Really? What did yes. you do? I was a... Um, I was a stagehand and I did crossover. So I do like okay. the floors and stuff and build oh, okay. concert stages whenever they had concerts there. And yeah, I love the energy of the Bradley Center. But when I switched over to the Pfizer, you could definitely feel that that less switch. Like it got more professional and you could just kind of feel the energy yeah. change when I, when we went from Bradley Center to Pfizer. It was crazy. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Well, and to answer your first question, what was the transition like? It was exciting, but it was nerve wracking because we didn't know what it was going to be. Right. And literally, y'all, it's so funny because we weren't very good at Bradley Center at all. Yanni's first year, we won 15 games. You know what I mean? We're yeah. notorious for saying that, but literally 15 out of 82. You know what I'm saying? We were that the worst team. I remember that, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, it was like, why did I come here? You know, I, I, want, I want to. I won't go back home. I won't go back to Greece. <laughs> no, I remember. It's so crazy. Do you remember the year when we went to the playoffs and we got put out by the Bulls? <laughs> and I think it was done in Bradley. I think it was like 2015. Went to the playoffs, got put out by the Bulls. Yes. And we got like 80 ball by yes. the Bulls. I was at that game. And not oh, only that, but it was a Bulls feeling. home game. Do yeah. you remember how it, 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 it was a sea of red? So bad. Like, yeah, I swear it felt like, literally felt like a Bulls home yeah, game. That was Chicago, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it was, was like, crazy. It's crazy. When did you uh, When did you fall in love with sports? Like, when did that become a thing? Yeah, were you always a sports person? Always. I grew up oh, with wow. three brothers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, raised by my mom and uh, with my three brothers. And I have a... 13-year-old sister now, but she came about when I was an adult. So, like, growing up, I feel like it was a very, like, testosterone-driven, sports-driven household. 
Huge NBA fan, huge NFL. I was a big wrestling fan. I went to the WWF, yeah, WWE matches. Yeah, yeah. I still have like my foam fingers from it. So yeah, I was always into oh, sports. I, love that. <laughs> yeah, I learned that I could lift my eyebrow because of the rock. rock yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I could smell that. what the rock was cooking, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, real one, real one. <laughs> it was usually bacon. That's crazy. Okay. So, bro, I think I saw JJ at Planet Fitness. I'm working out. I'm working out, bro. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. You know I don't be on that. I'm working out and I look <laughs> and there's just somebody walking on the treadmill. And I was like, is that? <laughs> Nigga, that is JJ. Bro, he just walking on the treadmill, slow as hell, old as hell. Oh, and I was like, dog. Hey, bro, it's Jimmy. <laughs> so crazy. You know the font, you know it's a font statue in Milwaukee. I yeah, know you're not yeah. from here. So like I don't know if he Fonds. know that. Who yeah. the fuck is Fonz? Like, oh really? Like, There's a Fonz statue? statue. You've never Why seen the Fonz statue. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Why is there a Fonz statue? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bro, did y'all speak of the statue? Did y'all see the new um sculpture they did for um Martha the King and Coretta Coretta, Coretta Scott? <laughs> yeah. Have y'all seen that? seen that? Can you look no. it up, Melo? Yeah. Search it up, please. Bring it up because I, I it just have don't, no idea. It, yeah, no. Speaking of looks, speaking of MLK and shit, bro. I, did y'all see the? I know he sent it to us, bro. But did you see the flyer that tenant like some bar in Tennessee made or club in Tennessee made? They had MLK for MLK Day, and they had him like with a crown <laughs> popping yes, bottle. You got oh it. my god! As the flyer, it looked, yeah. it looked like he eating Coretta, Miss yeah, Coretta, yeah, pussy out. You, you got to show outside. it. You got to show her. It is. It looked insane. real weird. Can you flip? Can you flip this so that we have like a conversation? Flip it. Bro. Flip it. No, you're good. You'll flip it on turn back up. <laughs> Casamigo oh, fest. Not MLK. MLK Casamigo fest. Loki is lit. Though, it's kind of but, lit, but it's like it, damn. Is, is it on? Is it giving disrespect? Like what is it's it giving? It's giving uh, that episode of Boondocks. Push the yes. wires up the <laughs> so would you niggas please <laughs> shut the hell up? <laughs> there you go. It's on. It's if this what I did for you, ignorant trifle, you stiffless. Negroes. What we got? What we got? got? Okay, so this is the sculpture. What is this? And it is it a heart? What is it? It looks like I think they're hugging. It's supposed to be a heart. Okay, I see. I see the fingers. I see the arm. Where is this? This is in Boston. In Boston. Okay. And they made a sculpture to Martha the King. You know, because Martha the King must. It looked like he lifting Miss Coretta up and eating a pussy out. That's what it looked like. And I don't like. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like you see you. see no anybody want to say it but I'm gonna say it because that's what it looked like you for all of your listeners <laughs> this is a statue in Boston um, Google it it is like Google a it. bronze statue and it is a pair of arms hugging look at each that other. part that one this one this is what I saw where it does and seem I saw like it and I was one like, pair hmm. of the arms is picking up the other pair of the arms but it's literally just arms nothing else nobody yeah. can you no show torso. the I think there's there's an image of where they got it from though. So it will make more sense what you show, like the actual picture of why they made the sculpture. Put, put this but in the I camera. didn't see that before. What am I doing? Put it in the camera. Oh, I'm going to insert this. Oh, one. you want to insert yeah, it? I'm going to insert that. Where is that so at? Crazy. That's in Memphis? Bro, this is Tennessee, Tennessee? bro. Yeah, I don't know where in Tennessee, though. Nashville. Yeah. The Flyer? Nashville. To Nashville. Nashville. First off, wild. first off, bro, if it was in Memphis, I'd be like, all right, niggas wildin'. But Nashville, Nashville, the country. Got that. Got my through the kid look like Meek Mill on the goddamn Flyer. Sort of. With two bottles of Casamigos. And one of Cubalik. Y'all, hey, y'all missed bro, the Cubalik. Listen, I'm rocking. not going to lie. One of the bottles of Casamigos look like a bottle of like wok. You feel me? Like it look like some lean. It don't even walk. look like it's Casamigos. Our people like, would be so mad at us. What is wrong? Martin Luther King would definitely gave up on us like in 05. Like if he was still alive, like around like 2005, he'd be like, no, fuck these niggas. Like, 
I so did all that work for what? As soon as R. Kelly tape would have came as out. As soon as R. Kelly tape would have came out, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> y'all ain't go, good for nothing. Go. Terrible. Like, Malcolm X would have been in and shot somebody for real. Like, <laughs> no bullshit. what the fuck is we doing out here? <laughs> what is we doing, bro? What are we okay. doing? <laughs> what is we doing? <laughs> what is we doing? <laughs> okay, so since we're talking about parties and going out and what is it? <laughs> oh, oh. What is a what a, what is a typical like going out session look for you? So since you're popular here in Milwaukee, you know you do a lot of things out here. It doesn't even have to be now. It can be like back in the day when you weren't as big, but when you liked going out, what was your scene? Where do you like to like emerge yourself in? I gotta be honest. Be, I think it's the well-known thing. I don't like going out as often. Like I'll go and support y'all. You know what appreciate I'm saying? That. When I know that y'all that. are out. Yeah, no, but, for sure. um, Besides that, because I. I don't know. I'm, when I go out, I like to have fun. I become a different person sometimes when I drink. Um, you know, like got to balance loose. that yeah, uh, work like, and play. I just like being carefree. You Man, know what big I'm saying? Big is busted in this bottle. We lit in that bitch. It feels like that's me. Zip weed, hit the club. You know what I'm saying? Take my about 10 niggas to get in. Lit in that bitch. What's up? And that's me, literally. So I don't like going out that often just because there's so many cameras. You know, there's people and... I just like letting loose, being carefree. So I'm more yeah. of actually a house party kind of girl now, just because I feel like it's more private, it's more intimate. Yeah, yeah. You usually know most of the people there, so you're less likely to end up on somebody's page doing something yeah, crazy. Exactly. Oh yeah, no, you sure. know, like when you're when you used to go out, I always had discussion. Would you prefer if the club had no phones, like a no phone policy? Would you think people would have more fun in the club yes. if it was? A no I prefer phone no policy? phones. Word. Yes. See. I think it would be way more fun. And I like I like clubbing. Like, I like dancing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I think about it, though, like, when I'm in the club, my phone rarely come out. Unless it's, really? like, a moment where it's like, all right, I should post this for content. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel that. But other than that, I just... You're be, not checking your I'd phone. I'd be chilling. No. Yeah. I think it's more like me, like, my line of work, having a cameraman, taking photos. And then, I mean, my goal is to get, like, high-end people at the club. So paparazzi type of style. So photos, videos, anything that makes yeah. it seem like but again, a that's high profile true. person there. That's I just part that. of the business. You know what I mean? That's just like, part of the business. Yeah. And I fully understand people who come up to me and they're like, hey, you know, tonight I don't want to be videotaped. Don't put me in the video. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Like, I'm going to let you be a human. Go enjoy yourself. Go be well, wild. And to that point, it's what I said earlier. I realized, even though I was used to think I wanted to be famous, now that I've experienced it a little bit, I don't think I like it as much as I thought. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like, like, I appreciate I've it, but I don't to, know if I like it. Everybody got to that point where, like, you get that feeling, yeah. and it's like, I finally got it. Maybe it's not I'm what like, you thought it would man, be. Man, this is not... It's harder than you thought it would be. Let's I have to work with, harder now. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I got to work harder than being a person. What was your mentality before it all, like, blew up? Like, why did you want to be famous? What what did you expect it was going to be? I always felt like I should be famous. Mm -hmm. I like just always okay. felt that in my bones. I'm like I'm going to be famous one. I just knew it. I, I can't explain it. I feel like I feel like when you know, you just know. Like yeah. you get, you can sense it. Like yeah, like because even since like high school, I, I kind of knew that. I just I just right. wasn't a normal nigga. Like I just was like I, I'm not I, I no nine to five. Normal. Like I know I'm not a nine to five guy. Like exactly. I feel like it had to be something. See, and y'all y'all get that as soon as I yeah. say it. Like yeah. I. You may not know exactly what it is, but you know you're supposed to be known for something. Yeah. And I think 
you know, um, once I got it, like I said, the dating thing, even like friendships and, you know, people, I feel like people are so nice to me. And I'm like, are they nice because they're, they really like mess with me like that? Or are they nice because it's me? Like, I, you know what I, like, yeah. those are the questions that I ask that's myself, real. honestly. But I like to tell myself, you're giving good energy, so they're giving you good energy. I feel that. You know? I mean, yeah, which, uh, uh, the, the, the times I've met you, you definitely just have good energy. So Appreciate you. I will say that. Vice yeah. versa. I mean, with <laughs> that, do you feel like um, when you meet somebody new, you have to like turn, like flip this switch? Like, I have to be the best person myself because they know me as this persona. Yes, I am seldom vulnerable with anybody. I, there are very few people who I'm actually vulnerable with. Um, and that's like a defense mechanism. You know, I can't help that. No, for sure. Um, but I I do think, okay, so I've been told this actually with the bucks too, by the way, um, not with like current people that I work with, but I've literally been told, even when you're behind the scenes, you have to be happy. You have to be positive. You have, cause you will. And I've been told this since I was a child that I am the type of person where I can walk into a room and kind of change the environment, mm. change how people feel. You know, they say that when I enter a room, people notice, you know, whether it's a good or a bad thing. It's not necessarily a good thing. And they said, right. but because you have an infectious personality, you have to be mindful of that even when you're not on camera. And that's something I've been told literally my whole life, but especially being like an MC and a host. I'm like, they're like, even when you're not on, you're on. Like, even yeah. when you're behind the scenes, yeah. because people expect that of you. And that's, say, that's a heavy responsibility. That's definitely a heavy, heavy responsibility. Because I'm the type of person where I'm just like, bro, if you don't like me, you don't like me. Like, that's it. Right, it's cool. But I people can't care. accept that always. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know? the, that's the issue. So it's like, damn. I guess, like, I never really thought about that, yeah, to be honest. It's, real. it's crazy. And do you feel like that's affected you mentally or oh, yeah. strained you in any way where you, like, have considered maybe quitting or doing other things? Like, Good question. Never consider quitting. Um, oh, okay. This, so you, you're set. I was built like, you for know this. this is what you, you want. You feel me? Yeah. I was built. Hey, no. Ch- shouts out to that. I was built yeah, for this. No. You know, I every time I'm on a microphone, I'm like, this This is part of his plan. I, I know I'm born for this. Um, it, it affects me mentally in that I do like to hibernate, isolate. Because after you're around a lot of people giving all your energy, like even for our radio show, we're, you know, um, confined within four walls and we're talking to people over the airwaves. But it's a lot of energy you're putting out. Yeah. And and I am pretty vulnerable, like on our radio show when we when we dive deep into certain topics. And so I think mentally it's more of the turning it off and like going from, let's say, being in an arena full of 18,000 people and being loved and adored to going home and being alone in my apartment. And it's like who's loving and adoring me right now. And I don't always need that. But after you feel that for a few hours, it's hard to turn that off and yeah. feel and be alone, if that makes sense. I feel that. No, no, yeah. I, feel I, feel that. Yeah. I do. She got dogs. She ain't alone. And he's right. I do have dogs. Too dogs big. are very therapeutic. Two big dogs. Two big dogs. Oh, I love my babies. Yeah, I got, I got two big ass dogs, do you? too. Yeah, they're my homies. They're my dogs. Literally my homies. Yeah, you feel me? I'll be, like, right. I'll be friend, talking man. to them and shit like they understand me. Oh, yeah, they understand me. For sure. See, I don't be knowing, though, because they'll be just looking at me and I'll be like, they understand. I always said, if I want to keep talking to them, I definitely wanted a dog to speak. Like, yes. If I had to choose an animal, I have to choose an animal. Sure, dog. Especially, you met Ali. Yeah, I need I to know like he what he be thinking. Though, like. I, I need to know what he be talking about. Right, right. Like, he be like, oh, 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 oh. your dog. That's like, so sweet. Bro, he like so a husky. Yeah, pit lab mix. Pit lab. Oh, yeah. and he talks like and that. He talks. So look, really? this the thing. So my husky don't talk at all. Okay. But my which pit is lab, funny, which is crazy, right? Talk. They talk all the time, but he don't bark. He don't howl. He don't do nothing. He don't whine nothing. But my pit lab nonstop. Really? I feel like his DNA. From the husky went into the lab or somehow like like okay. they just switch spots like they just so weird it's so weird hmm. but I love them yeah. my dogs oh dogs are the best dogs are oh yeah dogs dogs are I want no pun intended 
I said, then my dogs, no, no pun intended. No pun intended. Ah, I get it. Ah, that was a rough joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are stupid. Stupid. Yeah, that's insane. But radio. Radio. We How can do- still hear you, Lily. Yeah, we can we hear everything you're doing. <laughs> Look at her. She done bought the whole Walmart, didn't she? No. <laughs> just do it louder. Just start shaking them. <laughs> we all get sprayed. Yeah. But um, another big question that I want to ask, and I think a lot of the viewers would like to know, it's like, what do you think would be the best steps you've learned being in this career if someone wants to like pursue maybe radio or becoming a host or whatever you're doing, you know? Because it, it does take a lot of time, mental like dedication and what are some sacrifices you've had to make to make this like possible for you? Yeah, thank you for asking that. First off, I think you have to be persistent and be consistent. I think that, you know, if you have certain goals in mind, you, you have to dedicate the time, the energy, and you have to put forth a certain energy that you want to convey. Like, for example, I do believe in the law of attraction. I genuinely believe that um, whatever you put out, you will receive. And I think when you're a good person, when you surround yourself with good people and when you work hard and you're motivated, you will obtain that level of success that you've always strived for. Like they say, if you're friends with a bunch of millionaires, you're bound to be a millionaire millionaire one day. You feel me? So you can't, you know, run around with certain people that aren't doing anything and expect you to be the one that makes makes it, it, you know, and I think far too often a lot of people, they want to stay loyal to their day ones and there's nothing wrong with that. But don't allow your day ones to keep you still in day one. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to day 30 and 60 and 90 and on. And there are some people who are still so stuck in that. I've I've definitely had to let go of certain friendships because of that and not completely let go. It's not giving Elsa. It's more just like a, I'll see you in a little That's bit. That's a bar. You I don't think though? nobody caught that yeah, bar. Okay, they'll get it later. They'll catch it later. <laughs> I'm, ice, I'm one oh, of them. Ugh. I'm ice with it. Ugh. Or should I say I'm ice with it? Ah! <laughs> DeMarco, DeMarco. Let me stop. Let me stop. They're not ready for this. <laughs> but real talk, and I think you got you to gotta know who you are and trust who you are. And there's going to be some hard days, some bad days, but communicate that to your people. <clears throat> you know, I think when you are vulnerable, when you open up and tell people, listen, Dose, I'm just, today is not it. Dose is going to remind you who you are. Dose is going to let you know, like, but you got this. I'm here. I'm supporting you. And I think it's so important just to surround yourself with those kind of people. And like I said, be persistent and be consistent because those are the people who get it. These TikTok stars that seem to hit overnight fame, trust me, that was not overnight. They have put in months, years of work, you know, to get to that point. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. No, yeah, you was talking your shit. You was talking your shit. Um, I feel like I got to stop cussing so much. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, what you mean? You grown. Yeah, I'm grown. Like, Whose podcast Damn. is this? Come on now. Talk your shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fuck like, you talking about? <laughs> right, it's just like so natural. I, don't I mean, no, it's I fine. be in business settings like shit. I mean, damn. You I mean, you, um, like, <laughs> you want to have like your own talk show. Yeah. All right, let's have some fun. First person you want to interview on your talk show. Mm. Oprah. My mom. Oh, I like that. My mom. Okay. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like it's giving that. origin story. Mama. You know, I want to hear Mama. me from her point of view. Have you had these conversations with her? What's that? Have you had these conversations with her? Yeah, kind of. Here and there, but never in like a formal setting. So okay. I would love to like really interview her about That's like fire. You know, me. Yeah. Us. yeah. That's hard. That's hard. I think I'm scared to interview my mom. Why? Give me some, I, I want somebody famous. That's what I was doing. Like my mom is the nicest person in the world, but she still scares me. 
Oh yeah, hey, that's oh, yeah. my mom that's terrifies me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Like you met my mom, right? I don't yeah. know if you really. I've met your mom, but like, yeah. but like she just nice. She's and super nice. She's all like super tiny too. Tiny. She's she like four tiny. foot. She like four ten. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. I want to pick her up. So, yeah. so but like, <laughs> but then at the same time, it just be like you strike fear into me for sure, as like, she should. It, it's so well because you you saw the bad sides of her. Yeah, this is true. That's a respect. You bring out the bad sides. Don't be acting like people be trying to act like they were just so grand as kids. Like we were some badass. I was a terrible child. I was awful. Yes, I was a brat. Terrible. Yeah. But no, nah, a uh, famous person that you want to interview. Ooh, a famous Oprah. Oprah. It has to be my yeah, my goal. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely. So, uh, all right. Since we on the these questions, what's your favorite album growing up? Like, no crank music. <laughs> the Miseducation <laughs> of Lauryn Hill. I respect Woo! that. Yeah. I respect that. Definitely. 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 It's always that. Yeah. That one of your favorite fire, albums. More fire, time. More fire. Yes. I mean, she is top five for sure. Okay. I mean, okay. you know what? I will be honest. There, there are some albums here and there that like will uh, penetrate the top five, if you will. Yeah. But like Miseducation. It's always, always up there. Stays, you know, yeah, always. Just like fluctuates in and out. Exactly. Right after that for Great sure. album. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Definitely. Masterpiece. Yes, you know, an album that I have recently like starting to creep into my top five. Uh, speaker box and the love below. Yes, great album. yes, great so album. I've been playing vibrate for like mm. two weeks straight. Mm. Don't know why. Why it's did it re-enter your stratosphere? I don't know. Like okay. it's just I was just okay because I'm a huge Outkast fan. Like Outkast was probably like if you ask me like who's your favorite rapper, I will always say Andre 2000. Like it's my favorite rapper. But um, I don't know. It's just why I not was big listening boy? to the discography. Three See, listen, is different. Nah, why hear, not big hear me boy? out. Hear me out. Speaker box and the love below really like broke down. Who was the star of that group? Because if you go, 100%. if you pay attention to the speaker box, right? Speaker box don't got many hits on it besides like the way you, uh, what is it? Uh, I like, I like the, way, the way you I like move. The way, yeah. I like yeah. the way you move. Yeah. So like that, but name another one. You know what I mean? Off off just speaker box. Yeah. But then you go into Love Below, you got Prototype, you got Vibrate, you got Hey Ya, you got Roses. Like it's so many songs that Andre just I did by himself. It's like, oof. I was dating a girl at the time and this when I like got back into Outkast, and I was like in high school, and I heard that song for like the first time since I was like like five or six. You said roses? No, no. Oh, prototype. Hey, prototype. Oh yeah. And I like I cried. Like that bro. Like, Damn, that's beautiful. And it's like those songs that just like get you. Like when you hear a song for the first time, you're not crying because you're sad. It's just like you're overwhelmed. It's, it's such a beautiful song. It's like, Damn. When my my dad and my mom got divorced. He played roses on repeat. Really. Repeat. I know you like to think your shit don't stink. Did that mess with you? <laughs> Saying crash, crash, crash to a ditch. As a kid, because I mean, I think I, they got like divorced when I was like five. So as a kid, I didn't really realize like what was yeah, going on, what the yeah. song meant. As I get older, I think it's hilarious. I was like, oh, you was pressed. <laughs> it's a crazy yeah. song. You was like, hurt. Well, you Especially hurt. with the that kids around. You turned it up, yeah. too. Nigga, <laughs> and he had a big ass F-150, so the nigga used to just drive reckless and just in the car, like bumping that shit. And, but the big ass speakers, bro, is fucking Which one is one of your favorite hip hop Miss Education Lauren Hill. I was gonna say definitely Miss Education. <laughs> That's a hip hop album. That's definitely hip hop album. Okay, I'll give you that for sure. Another classic, probably the blueprint. Mm. The first one? Yes, the first Very one. First the first one. one. Yes. Renegade. That's, that's, that's best album. I, I think so too. You think so? The first one? I think the black album might be up there for me. Black album is definitely up there. The blueprint just like hit, 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 hit. That's Ren Renegade on there, right? Yeah. yeah. Renegade on there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. those are albums that Song remind cry. me of my childhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those, those were not like I was, I was a baby, but yeah. like I, I still just remember those like bumping throughout the house yeah. on our way to school. You know, when my dad would drive us. Uh, speaking of, 
that's how I found out about Kanye through my dad and college dropout. That's also up there for yeah. me. Like the first three in yeah. general, but college dropout will always just hit different. Yeah, I'm telling you, college dropout and I, my favorite one is late registration. You like late registration? Uh, late registration. Okay. I just I, the first three songs on late registration from the intro to yeah. I knew I was gonna see you again to like that shit just oof. I was listening to and the way uh, it flows. The little skits, the little skits yeah. on late registration is crazy. Hilarious. <laughs> if I go outside, I got I the, the only clothes in all. How many cars do we own? No. How many cars do we own? No, sir. <laughs> what did he say? He, he said, said no, nah, we sharing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> he said, will we let our girl go be with the cat with the car? Yes, yes we, we will. will. Why? Because we, we can't, can't afford, afford gas. gas. Say it with me. We can't afford no gas. Say it. We can't afford no gas. So we ain't driving. Do, 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 do. Yeah, drive slow. Paul, drive Paul, slow. Yeah. Paul Wall had the best verse on that. Man, what he would it do? He carried that song. Crazy. He carried that. I know that song you know back to front. In. You know what I mean? Front just to back. stupid on it. Like, it's Paul Wall. I, love it. I ain't gonna lie. Paul Wall might be one of my favorite rappers of all Paul time. Really? And Paul Wall is top five top white rapper of all time. For my sure. top three. Yeah. Top three. Eminem, uh-huh. Mac Miller, yeah. Paul. Paul Wall. <laughs> no bullshit. Nah, this is crazy, bro. Part like... um. Sitting sideways. Come on. Come on now. Bro, he um, was stupid on that. Still tipping. I know still his whole tipping. verse. Uh, Want to see my grill. Want to see my grill. My favorite verse. You feel on me? That. Crazy. Crazy. Mike Jones, too. Mike Jones, you know what I'm too. Saying? Who? 281, 330. Mike Jones and Quavo sound just like. Listen to a Mike Jones song. Just close your eyes. Uh-huh. He sound just like Quavo. I don't think that's the truth. Yeah, yep. It's 100% true. Y'all could do it. Try when Before you had I got my major deal, these hoes ain't give a damn about a feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think Mike Jones sound know. like Quavo, bro. Do, bro. I'm really like, <laughs> I'm Mike just like Let's do it. Nah, it's crazy. You know what? Like, I don't think people respect that era of hip hop enough oh for me. That was the best era of hip hop, in era, my opinion. Bro, that era Early where it was 2000s? chopped and screwed and, and niggas yeah, talking about chains. Yin Yang Twins, Yin Yang Twins, and Powers. Like, what? Like, I don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that whole yeah. era was crazy. Yeah, I agree. It was a lot of like dance music that came out. Like people yeah. not creating dances no more. Nigga, the like, whisper song. Dougie. I shouldn't have been Cat saying Daddy, that. Cat Daddy, Staying Leg. All that came out within three years. Like all those. Yeah, you know, it was like what, like oh eight to twenty eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you crazy. a jerk. All that. It was no. There's no more like dance songs anymore. Like, oh, I agree. And, and it's I agree. Crazy. Now TikTok makes dances for songs. Yeah, but, but the song like, itself like isn't. Song. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do the twist the leg. Like right. there's no like nothing no more. None <laughs> Damn, of that. Chicken noodle soup. Right, like, right. right. Whole oh dance. Yes. Imagine if we had TikTok during that era. That's what I was saying too. Man. And I was saying like stupid, like Vans. Like got my Vans on, but yeah. they look like yes. sneakers. All that would have been a a fucking Air Force Ones. I mean, all those songs. Yeah, all that. That would have been crazy. Like I can't remember what. Um, I seen a tweet. Somebody was like. Um, imagine if we had this during TikTok and I was like, yeah, no, I would have been a crazy, like crazy. Like the uh, Ray Shrimmer, the- um, Oh yeah, like the imagine, challenge, yeah, imagine the mannequin challenge. challenge. Oh, that one was so crazy and that on was TikTok. just before TikTok. And that was on yeah, Vine. It wasn't that long, it was, was on Vine. Yeah, yep, like, I remember that. That would have been tough. Six second what, videos. Isn't that what TikTok derives from? Pretty Vine? much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. It was musically Vine, all that stuff, yeah. He probably know more about yep. that than I do, because he, he uh, I surprisingly, I actually missed the Vine age. Word. Really? I never downloaded Vine. Word. I was- I was in this like mentality where I didn't know what I was doing with life. I didn't find that I wanted to do social media until I was like 18. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So every time I heard people like, oh, yeah, you got to check out Vine. Go look at Vine. Never downloaded it. Never had it. Thought it was dumb. Mm-hmm. 
And now I'm here. Yeah, I mean, that's how a lot of people still feel about TikTok. Like, not, not like bro, y'all yeah. missing a wave. Yeah. Y'all missing yeah. a wave that y'all need Definitely to hop get on. on TikTok, like, TikTok yeah. is, I mean, it's for everybody, yeah. anybody. Literally. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, it's 60 year old grannies cooking God. meals Come on, on TikTok. Now. Yeah. Millions of followers. You'll, yep. you'll spend straight cooking. five hours in your bed before you wake up just because you're on TikTok. 100%. Take your phone off the charger. Y'all ever scroll so much? Why you in bed? Why you in bed? Y'all ever scroll so much on TikTok? You get that little message and it'll be like, hey, yeah. You've been scrolling for a while. <laughs> like, maybe get off the take, app, sir. Maybe you should take a Go break. Go take a break. Like, Your phone is hot. Like, damn. <laughs> Leave like, the app. I'm like, damn, I'm really on this, huh? I'm going to go ahead and turn this thing off. Then about five minutes later, I'm right back on it. <laughs> Who's so, one of uh, your favorite artists right now? Wait, In before game. before we do that, oh, I really want to talk about social media and like your career growing up. Because yeah. social media, I feel like, isn't new, but it's definitely newer. And... Did you ever use social media for your advantage or was there any, like, growing up, what platforms did you use? I started on MySpace, y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was in eighth grade on MySpace. On MySpace. I have my top five on MySpace. I had yeah. top eight. Were yeah, yeah. yeah. gave me five of them. Soldier Boy was in it. That's I my, feel like you, you would be like MySpace famous. I and I was a little MySpace famous. I'm not gonna Ooh, lie. I okay. was. I was. Okay. I would love to go back and just look at my old page. I, it yeah. was all done up. It was so funny, but. MySpace. So I remember I was friends with somebody in college and they invited me to Facebook. So mm -hmm. I got on Facebook like my freshman year, but you still couldn't even like get on there unless you had an, a dot edu yeah, or yeah. if you got an invite. So it, like I go back to those days. Yeah. Wow, but it's funny that. because I was dancing for the Bucks already when I was like on MySpace and Facebook and we were already being told, be careful about your online image. Like I've been told from a very young age. The internet is written in ink. Anything that you put is permanent. Mm -hmm. And I've always been so mindful of that. Like you, I hope you don't go back and find any like crazy photos of me or any like weird messages I send because like <laughs> I was always told like at 12, 13, like this is permanent. Like uh, you're, yeah. it can yeah. come up with your future employer. So just be yeah. really mindful. I played sports growing up. So I definitely got that talk. Like I, I used know? to like be mindful of what I tweet because it was like D1 scouts are looking yeah, at you. Yeah, for real. D1. Ah. I, ain't gonna lie. I got tweets waking up talking about God. I was like, "Praise God, y'all!" So on a funny Monday on afternoon, well, like, wasn't yeah, it? Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I was a skateboarder, so ugh. oh, you yeah, you were ratchet. No, and I was a, I was an <laughs> odd future fan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, if if they go back to my Twitter from like 2014, it might be raps for me. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I might raps. I might get canceled. You better go, Tom. Hey, go find me in 2014. Yeah, I be trying to go like, look, you know, you can like search your tweets. Yeah, you sure can. I'm like, please, right. Certain words, oh, delete them. Like, yeah. Oh, thank God. Right. <laughs> Man, I can't. I can't get caught up like how. Uh, like like Kevin Hart. I can't get Kevin Hart. No, I don't I get, get Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart can't, can't get, get Kevin Hart in both ways. Can't yeah. get Kevin Hart in, in two ways. Two ways. So, yeah, can't get three. Kevin not with your lady or not on social media. Not can't get Kevin Hart. Not with your woman. Oh, don't get Kevin Hart. He got sex taped. How you get sex taped? Got sex taped in a backseat. You literally see that backseat. <laughs> still hasn't been explained has it like who who filmed that that's what i'm saying you know like, what i mean was it paparazzi caught, boy, was, like, was it her people like somebody somebody, somebody really her people. i feel like yeah. too. it was Definitely a random nigga coming out the hotel horny's a bitch but there's no way they knew that was kevin hart that's what i'm saying like how so, did they oh, know who that was you know yeah somebody crazy. i'm guaranteed it was probably her yeah, yeah. probably got blackmailed him got some money up off him that's so crazy yeah. and that's why you gotta be careful especially when you're a public figure you never know yeah exactly do you worry about that at all yes very much so. I do. I, I'm i very mindful of who I'm around. You know what I mean? I keep, okay. I keep my circle tight. Sometimes yeah. I do allow myself to just have fun and indulge, but then usually I'm like, mm, it wasn't worth it. You got to yeah, be it's careful. Never worth it. never. It's never worth it. I don't it's think it is either. Because no. one moment could change everything. 
crazy, bro. My voice still cracking. I'm 24. I never got Probably. into it. I like, posh and shit like that. <laughs> I, I went through like that college phase because I was at, at that wave when they were like storming colleges. Everybody had yeah. a jewel, but I never bought my own. I stay on the tweeds over here. Yeah. Hey, you know me. I can't smoke the tweed no more. Yeah. yeah, couldn't, could, could never be me. But you know, <laughs> what the nigga say? Well, no, what your dumb ass say? He said he gonna cough so hard his heart gonna come out. <laughs> we was at um, George Webb's and he was coughing. I was like, you gonna cough your heart? Your heart gonna come out? Oh, <laughs> that nigga Milo dumb ass in the back like he gonna swallow it like this and shit. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, you are horrible. You know what? It I, helps. I appreciate it. You though, do cause, like, okay because like if you don't make fun of it. Then you know what I'm saying then you just wallow in it. You don't people be trying to say you so fast, man. It's like, man, you be all right, bro. Man, like, straight, even with yeah. him, like he had his issue with like cancer and everything, and it's like it was real personal. But like, like you be all right. Get your ball here. That was also weird, bro. I was gonna say, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, can you yeah. tell me? Yeah, no, uh had cancer twice back in 2019 and then back in what was it, 2020? 2020. What kind of was it 2021? Lily. <laughs> was it 2020? It was 2021, right? It's recent because I'm a year out of treatment. Okay. No, yeah. So yeah, two years out of treatment almost, right? One year. No, I'm exactly saying almost two. Year. It's not no. almost two. No, it's yeah. in 2021 to 2023. No, because my tr- last treatment ended the start of 2022. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha, I gotcha. think my last treatment was like at the end of December. Gotcha. But yeah, gotcha. it was fun. It was a fun time. Oh, so you're not even a year out yet. Yeah, not even a year wow. out. Well, yeah, it's a it's a fun it? time. Uh, testicular. Gang shit. Gang shit. That's a whole lot of manly shit. So yeah. wow, both times, obviously. Yeah. Was there like a cause? Is that like a lineage? Like what genetics. is that? Really? Yeah, I, I being Hispanic, I really don't know my family tree and stuff, so I don't know what I'm predisposed. Mm. Dis- predisposed. There you go. And um, so I'm pretty dis- dis- disciple. You know? <laughs> so like once I got it, uh, I told like my parents and all that. And they're like, yeah, I think your grandpa got it or had it. And I'm like, oh, so this wasn't something like you wanted to what share to with me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how I felt with the heart disease and shit, too, because nobody looked into my, my grandpa. So I'm named, I'm the third, right? So I'm named after my grandpa, Larry. And he died of a heart attack at like 47. And no one like looked into it. It's just like, ah, oh, alcoholism. Like he was a drunk. Yeah, probably heart went bad. But like, then my dad had a stroke and all type of shit. I'm like, yo, there's something going on. Like, yeah. it's something. And then luckily enough, did genetic testing. Found that out. Did you do genetic testing at all? Not yet. You no. might want to do that shit, bro. I might. My yeah. brother just got it done. I might. Yeah. Do it. I mean, but, just just to see if you carry, you know, any other yeah, genes yeah, type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's one of those that like once something like this happens, you're like really careful, but at the same time, you also respect life, and you're like, you know, for sure. Whenever I die, it's gonna happen. You know, I see. I'm like the complete opposite. I just stop giving a fuck. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why. I mean, <laughs> like, I care I just, about life, but I also <laughs> stopped caring because I was like, I used to try so hard in college and growing up and trying to do everything like i was healthy i was eating clean i was working out every day like i was doing top notch not doing yeah. taking any like even i wouldn't even take ibuprofen with my head because i was like oh you know naturally my body can fight it off and then oh, this happened no. you was tripping, <laughs> you was tripping with i get like migraines i don't even play that shit oh, i, I, I like just four five ibuprofen like i overdo it though this is very bad to like no 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 very bad to no 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 you can't take more than like eight bro you're straight five is okay <laughs> Like no, nah, yeah, just say it on like, a bottle. Like for my hand. Yeah, no, but say it like, on a bottle, bro. Be good, I mean, bro. think about it. Like that was my mindset, and then this happened when I was twenty-one. Like it hit it's me when I was twenty-one. Young. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, I'm doing all this for what? I'm taking care of myself for what? If 
I could just die tomorrow. Yeah, that's what my shit. That was, was my mentality. It, it wasn't like, even okay. that I like. Why am I taking care of myself? It was just more like, why am I worrying about so much? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that too. That was that was like, I'm gonna just live, bro. Because you know, you think about so much, and you like care about so much. You care about so little of things, and then at the point, it's yeah, just like, you gotta have that just in life, though. Like, period, like. Growing See, up, I, I never really cared about me. a lot of things, and it just helped. You didn't me. care? No, it just helped me with like being happy in life. Like, yeah, no bullshit. A lot of shit people would just like overwhelm themselves in, and it's like, like I'm so easy to stop or end the conversation if it's going bad, or I'm so easy to walk away from something if it's not good for me. Like I don't yeah, have yeah. an issue with holding on to shit. Easy, let it go. See, that you know, was, my, like, that was I just my didn't thing. really care about a lot of stuff like that, and even like with people's emotions, like if they were affecting me. Badly, and they felt like a way if I was leaving, I'm like, oh, well, you have to figure that out because mm-hmm. it's affecting me in a negative way, and I don't really want to be that. So. Yeah, yeah, See, that's how I feel now. But like when I was younger, I used to hold on to that stuff as long as I could, just mm-hmm. be like, like, because it was it was making me happy for a time being, but then it was bad for me in the long run. But I didn't notice that it was bad for me in the long run, right. so I just wanted to have that little bit of happiness right there and hold that on, hold on to that. And, I was like, and now it's just like, man, you're not good for me. Like, you yeah. irritating, you toxic, you just annoy me. Yeah, like, yeah. why do I care so much? So it's just like, eh, I'll figure that shit out right away and leave. They'll be like, what's wrong? Not even just people, you. just like things in general. You the probably think in general. Yeah. 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 You the pappy. You the pappy. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no. And then all that happened. So the first time was simpler. I think the first time it was more emotional because I was like, oh, damn, like, I have cancer. That's, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I no, the first time was rough. But I caught it early enough where I just got like one treatment and they said it was okay. So I'm going like mindset. Oh, it's all clear. I'm cool. I'm out of this. Like I did that. And then like a year, year and a half later, it hit me again. And I was like, what is this bullshit? Because by this point, like I'm involved, like I'm doing everything I can. We was heavy on shows. Yeah. Like I'm trying to. I'm doing what I love to do because it was like my breaking, like my break into the industry. I'm recording videos. I'm doing A, B, C, and D. You're taking and trips. You do all that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't want to miss any of that. So when they told me like, "Oh, it's back," and they couldn't do anything for me here, so they said, "Yeah, we're gonna have to send you to Indiana to actually like go under a specialist." And I was like, "Oh, this is serious. Like, this is like full treatment." Yeah. And they're like yeah, you're going to have to do eight weeks and one of the weeks you're in there five days a week. Like you have to five wear the days. little gown that show your butt. No, no, no. In the hospital bed with his back out. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I was in there for five Catch days, one week. Walking. And they were pumping me for four, six hours Word. of straight chemo. Yeah. Damn. So I was sitting there and I got like super close to the nurses and they're like just chilling. And it was COVID too, so I couldn't have anybody with me there. So I was yeah, just that's the saddest in part. my thoughts. That's yeah. the hardest part. Because, I mean, I, I got the defibrillator, right? You know, even in 2022, they still wouldn't let me have anybody in the hospital or nothing. So yeah, I was just and like, you're going through all this and it, it's literally just you. Yeah, you know, I was just damn. in there like, huh. well. <laughs> well. <laughs> so much pain. Well, it's just me and my thoughts. knew that the two of, I mean, that's traumatizing what both of you have been through. Do you feel at such a young age you have like PTSD or you know any like you know? So I don't think I got like PTSD, but it, I definitely have depression. Tell you that much because like specifically like, from that, yeah, yeah. specifically because I mean like at the same time you kind of you say fuck it, but like you still feel the shit. You know of what course. I mean? Like so you can't help how you feel. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I mean it's hard not to have those nights where you like, is this it? Like, right, right, is right. this the day? Of is course. this the day I'm out of here? Of like, course. 
And, you know, it just kind of just go through it. You just got to go through it, get through it, and just keep it pushing. So, like, when people complain to me, though, like, I know it's kind of, like, heartless, or you know what I'm saying? But, like, when people complain to me, I'll be like, bro, there's so much more shit that I'm going through than your car crash. Like, or, like, not even a car crash, but, like, yo, yo oil change like your oil ran out you got a leak in your shit like okay like that shit you can fix my nigga like why are you so like distraught about it and i'm just laying here like i'm finna die so and while i hear that i think uh a good approach should be you know because somebody's bad is not going to be the same as your yeah bad. exactly you know i mean everybody i like it's people that's going through shit worse than me you know what i mean exactly and i, I don't ever treat them like Bro, shut the fuck up. But like, it's bro, something like, you're thinking. But it's something yourself. I think yeah, yeah, about. But like, I always try to like, I always try to be, you know what I'm saying, mindful of people, how people Empathetic. feel. Because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I don't want anybody to like, this nigga's just a dick. Like, I just, you know, I'm going to be mindful of how you feel. And because, I mean, it is like, it's small problems, but like, it's your problems. Like, right. I don't know what else you've been through this week that that might have just pushed you over the edge. You know what I mean? Like, so... I don't ever try to just be a dick about it, but it definitely be my thoughts. Like, man, yeah, okay, bro, like just get your car fixed, cause just. But I do think what happened to, to you, you know what I mean? like, helps put things into perspective for others. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think you are a good reminder to other people. Life could be worse, and like yeah. this, this is just a minor thing you're going through, and it will be fixed. It's a temporary, yeah. you know, emotion. Yeah, I mean, Y'all have made me enjoy yeah. life a lot more. That part. Than I and I think that that gravitates towards y'all because y'all feel my energy a lot when I'm around y'all. But it's like y'all enhance that. Being best friends with y'all, it's like, I don't want to see nothing bad happen to y'all, but it's inevitable. I'll never forget, bro, when I first told y'all we was at We Outside, and I felt, I was like, damn, I don't want to put a damper on the day, bro, but it's eating me alive, and I feel like I just got to tell people what's going on, and niggas was just like, what? This is like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just found out yesterday, bro. Like, I don't yeah. know. And that shit was so weird. I think definitely, you know how we go back to everything happens for a reason. I definitely think having this circle helped me go through like my treatment and kept me like positive and making sure yeah, y'all make definitely kept me positive bro yeah because i ain't gonna lie without y'all i probably would not have got a defibrillator like wow. no bullshit because I, I i it took me so long to agree upon that but then when i kept talking to people or i kept asking and saying stuff like my bro just do it like yeah we'd rather have a precautionary measure than the, you know what i'm saying not have anything we need at you all. here my nigga like exactly. your <laughs> light skin ass bro. We, you know what I mean? you, bro we don't really got too many light skins in the group besides the one the one nigga, no, you know God, the main so one. Like, we lost the other one. <laughs> we lost the other one. We lost that nigga. So can't lose you, bro. Because I'm, I'm not gonna go back to that nigga at all. Because he old one, boy. Crazy. Oh yeah. my God, bro. I don't even want to get into that topic. But after we done, bro, I gotta talk to you. Yeah, man. We can talk about him. I know, uh, Melo. You said you had some questions for yes. um, for Melanie. Melo is our tech guy. He yeah. got all the research. Good, the tech guy. Tech guy. He's good tech guy. You want to come over here and take a mic? You, you can take my mic while I reset my mic. Hey, yell it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't bring your ass over here. Yeah, I, I should probably. You want to come on camera? Yeah, come hang out. I'll do that. <laughs> okay, so. Mellow's here. Heading, yeah, heading into it, uh, we replaced the light skin with the with the brown skin. Uh, light and, skin uh, Larry Voice just walked away from him, so he's out there see, trying to figure see, it out. He wants to look. I for think it. there's something wrong with Siri on my watch. Um, <laughs> heading into this, yeah. Mello, you got questions for our lovely guests here we today. Sure do. You did your research. You dove in. You yeah, have a lot of questions, oh, and yeah. we're gonna dive right into it. Mello, lead it. It's crazy. A lot of them you did answer a couple of them during, so I skipped okay. those. Um, but we'll get right into it. 
People are more afraid of public speaking than dying, but it's something you've done so well for many years on air and on screen. What brought about that talent? Was it inert or was it something you more so got into? First off, is that true? Are you more afraid of public speaking than dying? No, it's like statistically speaking, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like public speaking, death. Really? Really. People would, people wow. would rather be in the coffin than the one given the eulogy. Wow. I'll get up in front of an audience. You know what I mean? And just. Uh, <laughs> So With that, no fear in my heart. Like, With that being said, it's exactly. innate. I do. I believe that. I, I think that um, public speaking is definitely, it's a skill set. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can get better at. I have always loved speaking in front of a crowd. I've never been ashamed, never been afraid. I was, my mom put me in acting in voice lessons as a child. And, right. and, you know, I would go to random auditions and I did modeling and like just all the things. And I loved every moment of it. And as a dancer, there were, there would be opportunities like at the end of like our dance recitals or competitions to talk on the microphone. And I was always like, oh, give me the mic. I got it. So I think it's an innate quality for sure when it comes to me, at least. Nice. Wow. That's, yeah. That's actually really dope. Thank you. I was oh my god, I was terrified growing up for Are you still? Sleep. No. No, now no. you're good. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine yeah. now. No, growing up, uh yeah, I was right. very really? shy. I never had that very shy. Never. Like I'd be shocked when people say that and I'd be like, yeah. wow, that's surprising. Cause like literally, they'd be like, don't you get nervous when you dance or something? Like I literally just wake up and do it. Like yeah. I don't think about that. I was also a very insecure little child because I was very overweight. I like Aww. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I got like bullied too, but I was like funny, so I would make fun of them back. Like, people would be like, Your head big, I'd be like, Your feet big, it's AO2. Yeah, and like the person that had shoes on at the time, the so thing, I, was, like, I was ruthless. My first DJ, like my first time DJing in front of a crowd, bro, I just looked down, I just the whole time didn't look up once, bro. It was, I was so nervous, Damn. I was shaking, like my legs was just like, I was like, Bro, that's going, so cute. Yeah, that's I came crazy. A long way for real. I mean, think about it. When you first see me DJ, I ain't talking to Mike at all. That is true. You at just all. play music. I just that's play true. music. I let the music speak for me. You talk now. Do that. You definitely yeah, came terrified. along. Like, wow, I'm actually proud of you because I, I do too. remember. That. Yeah, hey, man, like now, now I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna just talk my shit. But Repetition. If, if you ever catch me though, like I don't know if y'all ever hear it, but like if I don't get a response from a crowd, I'll be like, fuck y'all too, and I just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right down. I like I've definitely that. seen that. I like that legendary shit. Bitch ass crowds. <laughs> I'm gonna end the show right now. <laughs> I swear, bro. I'd be like, man, fuck y'all. I just go right back to it. Like, and I, I'd have definitely seen Manny look at me and be like, I don't know. I don't know what to say, bro. Go back to doing my thing, you know. It was smooth though. You definitely, you definitely do your shit up there. People sometimes say that you, they're like, oh, aren't you like a rapper now? And then you're like, nah. People think I'm a rapper. They think nice, I'm a rapper. Nice bro. Larry, bro. You like, rapper what you do? Name. You rap? Nah. But I'm a DJ. They be like, "Where?" I'm like, yeah. Like, nah, nigga. I like, seen you rapping before. I saw you rapping. Like, I got one song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got one song out here, bro. Crazy work. So, uh, you do well not only like representing like the team and like being a radio host, but also like representing Milwaukee. Like, you rep Milwaukee in everything you do. Like, what's something you wish uh, the world knew about Milwaukee? What's something you wish Milwaukee knew about Milwaukee? Like, what can you speak to on that? Oh, gosh. Great question. Thank you. Um, I wish the world knew just how lit Milwaukee can be. And I'm going to talk to you, Larry, because he said something earlier, which was, I hate Milwaukee. I do. Why? Why do you hate Milwaukee before I continue? All right, listen. I hate Milwaukee for my own personal reasons. It's not like the city's small. It's not like it's because, you know, whatever. But... Oh, I gotta hold it close, close, huh? My fault, cuz. No, this was different. You have to like talk into it that way. Oh, okay, got you. Um, That's not talking I... at church. <laughs> 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 I'm rotating. 
oh, the road tiger. The actual specific yeah. part that so my yeah. got you, got church mic for sure. All right, but uh, it's not that I hate Milwaukee and like I do hate the music scene here because I feel like we so like like it's so much talent and I feel like people just overlook us and it's just like it get disrespectful at a point, you know what I mean? Like now, shout out to Certified Trapper, like bro, got the whole world doing this, you feel me? Like that's lit. But nah, I hate Milwaukee in a sense though. It's just so violent, you know what I mean? Like I done lost so many people. I'm only 24 and I done lost half my friends to the city, like, you know what I mean? So that's the reason I hate the city. It's not, it's nothing to do with the culture. It's nothing to do with the, you know what I mean? Like the environment or the people, well, kind of the people, but like, you know what I mean? It's just the violence really. That's the only reason I hate it. And I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, you know. Well, and I think, you know, even with that, Larry, I agree with you. I wish people understood how much talent we have here. It's it's absurd. I mean, even just within the Bucks organization, our, our entertainment teams, yes. we have the best dunk team I've ever seen anywhere. Oh, for well, sure. Well, What's that dude's name? He's going viral. Swaggy. 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 Swaggy bro. Different. He dunked on eight people at Sky Zone. Different. <laughs> you feel me? Crazy and that's, that's just a Tuesday. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. he's one of them. And I wish people understood not only how much talent we have, but I wish that the people in Milwaukee understood how much talent they have. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? I think that with you saying that you've lost friends in the city, people get too caught up in stuff that's not serving them. You know what yeah. I mean? They get too caught up in the drama, the gossip, what's going on with the other person. You need to worry about number one. And I think if we all... Uh, worried a little bit more about being successful, raising that ceiling, not getting um, stuck and complacent in our day to day. You know, I think a lot of people are stuck in a habit, in a rut. And oftentimes they're afraid to break away from what they know. Facts. I think oftentimes they stay, like I said, with their day ones. And day one is not always going to serve you, you know, on day 30. And far too often people are afraid to like break those ties, sever those ties. You don't have to sever them forever. Right. But it is important to let go every now and then. Yeah, and facts. I'm not saying that's what your people did, but I think people too often they they do get wrapped up in the idea of, you know, this this temporary feeling, this temporary excitement, this temporary, you know, whatever it may be. But it's like, is that really gonna serve you good in the long run? And right. more often than not, it's it's a no. But people aren't thinking in the future, they're thinking about the right, right now. now you yeah. got to be thinking about your future self too. Exactly. You know what I mean? When y'all 15, 16 years old, stealing cars and running red lights and killing people and stuff, that is going to affect you in the future. And it not just affects you, it affects a lot of yeah, other people. affect your environment You too. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you got to think about number one, but you also need to be empathetic and think about the others and how are your actions going to, you know, affect a lot of other people's lives. And far too often, we just don't. And I, I yeah. think there is a certain Milwaukee mindset when it comes to that. And people feel complacent. They feel like this is it. This is the end all be all and it's so not it shouldn't be that way no, yeah, not there's so much more out here like so I'm, not, I'm not definitely. from milwaukee and i agree with what you're saying so when i moved out here i just i enjoyed everything about the city like the fact that there's that downtown is very personable it's not like yeah, chicago it's, it's downtown not no, it's, like it's close everything close big, yeah. you feel me? like because you got to travel you got to walk everything downtown here is very close so it's like you can approach everybody like on a personal level and get opportunities and get stuff done with your dreams or whatever. And it's like, I was able to do that just coming out here. Right. So Fact. the bad side of like the negative side of Milwaukee, I haven't experienced it. I haven't it. been around, I haven't experienced it. Like yeah. I've heard really? about it, but it, has, it hasn't been approachable That's to great. me. That's you know? great. Yeah. I mean, it's just the person just I am thing, where like, I don't, right? I just move a certain way where I'm not just going to be there anyway. You right. know what I mean? Like you will right. never catch me in those moments where like right. an accident will happen. Like I'm really good on my gut feeling. If something don't feel right, yeah. I don't I'm go. Gone. So gone. it's like, <laughs> It yeah. also helps that you keep bullshit. God in your life. And I 100%. think keep God in your life. Don't. Fuck niggas. I really bro. think some people don't. Like, <laughs> real. Keep, first keep God. It's, just, it's real, though, man, because I'm <laughs> like, a senior I walk under that light. And it's like, I feel him whenever it's like a situation. It's like, he gives me answers to yes. situations. If I'm going to be honest, you know? though, 
when I first met you, I didn't think you were a God fearing man. Me, really? Man, I bullshit. Yeah, really. I don't know. It just it, uh, maybe it's just because of Armando, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. It just I was like, all right, am I, I just, wake up, pray every morning. And I was like, am I the only holy nigga in here? Pray right. I pray when I'm driving, like just anywhere. Like, I think my I problem is, I think my problem is, I cuss when I pray. But you really? know, God gotta accept you for who you are, right? Yeah. God does. Why he made me this way. Though? That's so random. Is it just motherfucker really? amen sounds so dope? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hear, I hear motherfucker amen. Okay. Nah, I've nah. never heard anybody say Because when I pray, when I pray, I don't I don't pray like, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Like, you know what I mean? I don't do that. Yeah. I, I just talk to God. You know, I just it's talk a come to God, as so you are kind of deal. Yeah. So when I talk, I'm I'm gonna talk how I talk. So like what's going on? Why is this shit happening? Like, but that's just you know. Show me the he, light. You feel me? Like it, he still accepts you. Though, like protect know? me from shit that I can't see. Like that's a prayer. Prayer I say often. You know what I'm saying? So like I just feel like if you made me, then you gotta accept me for who yeah, I am. Right. That's like you know Jesus smoked weed when he was down here. He made water in the wine, bro. Yeah. Jesus was an alcoholic. I don't think what that was that weed part. <laughs> I was just right. He's just, he's just talking. Definitely. If Jesus definitely, if we was around when Jesus was living, he was definitely would have smoked weed. I mean, because they say when he was a preacher, he was a cop. He wasn't like one of those yelling type guys. He was real smooth, real collective. Only yeah. time he ever snapped was when they were gambling in the temple. Exactly, that's, that's what I'm understandable. saying. Understandable. Mm-hmm. And that's some high shit. Like, what y'all doing with my money? If God Got me made paranoid. dirt, right? If God made dirt and plants. Nigga definitely made weed definitely made and weed. cocaine. So who's to say? Then he made cocaine, cocaine is not cocaine, is, is, a not cocaine is a plant. Not organic. That is not cocaine. Is a plant. Cocaine is a plant. It comes from a plant, but the way they make it, it's still a plant. That's so man-made. Man That's man-made. You and I know, Melo. Weed not natural. My fellow Mel knows what it is. The other shit in weed, bro. Come on now. Yeah, but like they put hormones in weed, bro. Don't do that. It's grows from Moses used to grow. That's Reggie. That's Reggie. The burning bush. That's what Moses saw. He was high as hell when he heard Jesus. That's a crazy statement. That's no, it is. Crazy. What do you mean? He said he burnt that plant. That he burnt plant. that plant and he got high. He was like, hello? God. Jesus? God. Hey, dog, what's happening? Yeah, we going I'm to hell. He's like, I'm going to give you a stick. A <laughs> stick? Here. Oh, say less. Yeah, nah, nah. Spread the water with that stick. He said, Jesus. All right. He I'm said, high as hell, Jesus. I got you. Say that. Said, I'll do that. I'll do that. Jesus was talking to Moses. Yes. Jesus wasn't even an idea yet when Moses was around. God, God. God. <laughs> it depends on how you turn. You know me. I went to Luther school as well. I got this. I did too. I got this in I your did bag. Too. That's difference. No push. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Christian church, folks. Boy, I got this. But do y'all? Because I actually I don't go to church. I uh, I, I don't I don't go to church. church. I've been to church in a long church time. Church is crazy. They say it in the Bible. Church is the people. Church is not a place. I one hundred percent agree. Church is the people. It's yes. a fact. Like I just as long as I mean, like even if we come together and sing Kumbaya, you feel me? Like no, for sure. That's church. I feel that. That's church. We, we talking about God to, right now. This church. Church is in us. Yeah. So we gonna have to church this and uh, end this real soon. We are gonna pass out the collection place because my hands is free. It's cold in here, my boy. It's cold. <laughs> it did get really so, cold. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna start shivering on the mic. Yeah, Mello. I guess we got we can wrap this up. Hold on. Hold on. You got yeah. What's the last one? Ask the question. I got another segment real quick, and then we'll we'll end another it off. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what's next for Melanie Ricks? Mm. Mm. What are you working on? Like, what is what are you working on? He's the tech guy. He's the tech guy. This camera. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him well, what you got going on. Right here. This camera right well. here. <laughs> Honestly, I'm inspired by y'all and by a lot of my peers around me. I would love to start my own podcast. Um, I would love to start. And the main reason why, to be really, really frank, I see myself as a network kind of person, and I feel like you have to create those opportunities for yourself. And what I want to do is I want to show people 
this is what you're going to get if you put me on your network, but I want to be in control of my destiny and I want to design my show, my platform. And, you know, I want to have more of an outreach. Uh, I definitely want to end up doing sideline reporting as a full-time job. And like I said, eventually, hopefully let that segue into a network job of some sort, but and get the end game is to be my own show host, to be my own talk show host and just spread more awareness and, I guess just like have more of an outreach, like I said, but also immerse myself in other cultures more. I mean, going to Abu Dhabi over the summer, it, it changed me. You know what I mean? And it's it's not too often that I venture that far out of my comfort zone. And so I just, I want to do that more. And like I said, just be able to touch more people and connect with more people. And and I want to become a millionaire. Like that's, well, really, you know what I mean? It's, it's giving billionaire, but we're going to start with the M's, you know? Right, yeah, that's what's next. That's what's next. Thank you. By the way, we, we could do family feud. I'm just saying. No, for sure. We could definitely do <laughs> Yeah. We'll kill it. No, for sure. 100% we would. No way. It'd be like, it'd be like, name a boy's name that starts with the letter H. You feel me? Jose. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Jose. <laughs> All right, my fault. My fault. Scratch that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay. So with that, do you expect to be back on our show? One hundred percent. Don't be a stranger. Your story is so Anytime. deep that you know we can't really cover it in an hour. There's yeah. so Come many. Come back to just like, kick it. I feel like we got the story part. Honestly, it just let, let me yeah. figure it out me now. to the like, next house party. Let no, me pull sure. up and hang out. I'm trying to stop on them dookies one time. Okay, hey, no, that's disrespectful. That's just trying to. That's crazy work. Having that as a goal is just. Hey, that's a goal. I'll do it next time too. You just got to wear the same shoes. Right. That's Stepping it, yeah. on dookies? Yeah. I would never tripping. actually. Don't step on I would. Shoes. You would? Yeah, I would. Do you choose violence? All the time. Really? Yeah. But what? Does he say words right there? I just be like, babe, ball. Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't know what the mother was talking about. Okay. 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 Last segment. Last segment before we end this. It's just going to be quick answers. Like three seconds to answer the questions. And... That's it, you know. Rapid, we just go whatever comes to your head. Whatever comes to your head. All right, you know, you can stay. You can stay here right, to the end of the show by this point. Right. Cool. Um, favorite pizza topping. Favorite pizza, cheese. Oh, sorry, cheese and spinach. So topping. Topping, cheese and spinach. Yeah, I, I don't have cheese. Yes. Spinach, so spinach. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Favorite animal. Uh, dogs. Favorite color. Blue. Favorite weather. Sunny, hot. Mm-hmm. Favorite mm-hmm. season. Summer. Favorite date idea. Sorry, what date? <laughs> yes, date idea. Oh, oh, mm. oh my goodness! This doing, might take longer than three seconds. Yeah, right. Do, doing something I've never done before. I, I like when a guy introduces me to something new. City or country girl? Ooh, city girl. Favorite eh. car? <laughs> my favorite car. My dream mom car is a black on black Range Rover. So. Nice. Ooh, ooh, yeah, nice. very nice. That was a very nice answer. Very nice. Thank you. Okay. Uh, favorite superhero. This is tough, Batman. Mm. But Batman. but I'm a Marvel girl. Period. It's giving Batman, wow, but I'm a Marvel. I know. I'm sorry, Larry. I just love DC. <laughs> I do love DC. Yeah, I do. But, yeah. He's bad, he's <laughs> villains. He just got yeah. great villains. Facts. Facts. If you could have one superpower, what would it, what would it be? Ooh, uh, transport, uh, teleportation. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to not have to fly. And Traffic just, is be there. Bitch. You feel me? You feel yeah. me? Traveling sucks. Yeah. No, I ain't got shit. To say. <laughs> <laughs> I like take advantage of uh, teleport. Like I'll show up right on time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's four fifty now. I gotta be there at five. I'm late and then be there. Ah, there you go. What's that, y'all? Yeah. Ah, y'all thought I was late. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> right? Show up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite movie. 
Someone Great. It's a Netflix movie. It's a really, really good movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite uh, TV series you're currently watching? Or, no, favorite TV series ever. In, in general. general. Yeah. Um, Freshman to Bel Air. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's our segment. Favorite music, music artist of all time? Lil Wayne. Oh, now pop that, baby. You know, to my bedroom and pop that. Perfect. Well, that was amazing. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank, nah, thank you, guys. Thank you so well, much for me. joining us oh, on our first me. season. I had so much <laughs> fun. And yeah. happy season two. Congrats, guys. Season two. My bad. Not first season. First episode. Season yes. two. Yes. It was such a great time. You yeah. told us what you got going on. Now, where can people find you? I am on IG at Melanie Ricks and then on Twitter at Melanie B. Ricks. And the B is for Brooke. That's my middle name. Period. Perfect. Yeah. And do you have anything coming up that you want to plug anywhere? Anything people can this, find you on? When is this airing? <laughs> Probably next week. Next week? Um, catch me... Don't, well, this is next week. Okay, actually, I can't this say this. Week. This is next week. Is all next. right, you'll we're, find you'll we're in the week. you will find out. But catch me at Pfizer Forum, All Bucks Home Games, and seven to ten a.m. One hundred one seven, The Truth, Milwaukee Black Talk Radio. Tune in, folks. There we no, go. Hey, I'm King also uh, working Tune for the Bucks now. <laughs> if y'all want to know, your boy in there. <laughs> I ain't the host, but I'm doing the most. You, you know, know what I mean? You know, I, mean? I try. Doing them little dances. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> and that's My it. My body don't move like that. <laughs> I'm Dre. Light skit, Larry. I'm mellow. I'm Mel. I'm Dose. Thank you, guys. And we will catch you guys next time. Enjoy your day, your week, whenever you're listening to this. Can we get a picture of the guests with us? Yeah. Yeah. We have to. Of course. Definitely. Definitely. You guys enjoy. We'll catch you guys next time. Woo-woo. Bow. That was so fun.